He's probably heard we did something to those exploders, and he wants to get the story from me before his people start unloading fish. See you later, Barber said. Haynes boarded the Mako and walked up the deck to Rhodes, who stuck out his hand and greeted him. Heard you had a pretty good patrol, Haynes said. Pretty good, Rhodes answered. The shop gave us good fish, no trouble with them at all. The six we fired all ran perfectly. Fired two at a tanker and got two hits. The ship exploded. Fired two at another tanker and got one hit. That ship blew up. Fired two down the throat at a DE and got one hit. Blew the bow off the DE. Sorry that your people have got to take eighteen fish back. If we'd stayed out there, the old man would have fired the whole load. And we never would have known what you did to those damned exploders, would we? Haynes smiled crookedly. I wouldn't say that. The old man wrote it all up in his patrol report. He asked me to make a special report on what I did, and that's in my report on the torpedoes. You got what? Close to twenty years in now? Haynes looked away from Rhodes. Nineteen last month, Rhodes said. Hell of a chance to take, disobeying a Buord directive, Haynes said. Whole nineteen years could go down the slop chute. I acted on orders from the captain. Makes two of you don't give a shit about your careers, Haynes rasped. Or was there more than two of you in this? Ginty, the first class in the forward room, helped me work on the exploders, Rhodes said. He's a damned good man. The old man asked us what we thought was wrong with the exploders, and we both said we didn't know. So he ordered us to try and find out. We found out what was wrong, and we fixed it. This man Ginty around? Rhodes looked down the deck and saw Ginty standing near the conning tower, eating an apple. He beckoned, and Ginty came padding up to the two men. Mr. Haynes? Get Ginty, S-boat sailor, Asiatic fleet, before he came to Mako. Ginty, this is Chief Warrant Haynes, the man in charge of the exploder shop on the base. Ginty nodded. Haynes returned the nod. Mind telling me what you did to the exploders? Haynes asked. I'd like to know what kind of mess I've got when we pull those eighteen fish. No mess, Rhodes said. We deactivated the magnetic circuits of the exploders. Didn't cut any wires, just disconnected the circuits to and from the capacitor and taped the leads. Then we did a modification to the exploder ring. He took a deep breath. Let me get something straight, Mr. Haynes. Are we talking here unofficially? I mean, are we talking man-to-man like we used to when you were my chief of the boat and I ran your torpedo room for you? Unofficial all the way, Haynes grunted. What goes in my ear don't come out my mouth. I just want the straight dope before all those hot shots start fucking around. You know they flew some people all the way out from Newport Torpedo Station when they heard what you people had done? Once those experts begin talking and farting around, I won't be able to find out nothing. So I want to know now. That's good enough for me, Rhodes said. All we did was to deactivate the magnetic circuits, like I told you. When we had the first exploder out on deck, we'd taken the fulminate of mercury cartridge out of it. We thought we'd see if the exploder ring would unseat if we wrapped the edge of the exploder housing with a rawhide maul. Fucking exploder ring wouldn't unseat when you took a full swing at the exploder with that maul, Ginty rumbled. Whoever designed that goddamn thing ought to have their head examined. Too much spring tension in the ring to unseat, so we relieved some of the tension. Fucked around with it little by little until we had it so it would unseat if you gave it a good rap. There's another thing you people ought to be worrying about. All these fish got those oversized warheads on them. That's gotta make the fish run deeper than they're set to run. We told the old man about this, and he figured we're right, so he set the fish we fired to run at four feet, and we had targets that drew pretty good, maybe fifteen feet or more. Haynes nodded, his seamed face thoughtful. We've been talking about depth settings at the shop. I just can't believe that every skipper out there is a bad shot. 
The chief in charge of the after-body shop says he's willing to bet a case of beer that the fish are running a lot deeper than they're set to run. Why in the hell don't you take a net and go out on the far side of the harbor and fire a fish with an exercise head on it and find out, Rhodes said. We'd like to do that, Haynes said, but to do that, I've got to have a submarine to fire from. Captain Severn says there's nothing wrong with the torpedoes, that they're running at the depth set. He used to be at Newport, you know. He's one of the old gun club boys. He thinks the torpedoes are perfect and the fault is all with the skippers. I'm not so sure. What I'm waiting for is for one of the boats to come in with a malfunctioning torpedo tube. Then I'll fire a torpedo out of the tube when it's fixed and we'll find out. He stared at Rhodes and Ginty. We aren't fighting you people, you know. The chief in the afterbody shop has got the net already, had it made at the sail locker, and he's got it stowed away. Soon as we can get the chance, we're going to find out how deep those fish run. While you're waiting for that, why don't you put an exploder in an old exercise head and have a crane drop...